Revolution. Hello all, this is Taylor Jones from the 2019 Hiram College Genetics course. And today on this episode, I will reveal some interesting information on the genome Thermatoga maritima, MSB8, which I refer to as T maritima from here on out. So, sit back and fasten your seatbelts because you're going to learn all the incredible wonders of this amazing organism just within three to five minutes. T maritima, a non-spore-forming, or in other words, non-pathogenic, rod-shaped bacterium belonging to the order Thermotogallus, was originally isolated from a geothermal heated marine settlement near Vulcano, Italy, and has an optimal growth temperature of 80 degrees Celsius. Though it is capable of growing in waters of 55 to 90 degrees Celsius, this is the only bacterium known to grow at such a high temperature. The only other organism known to live in environments this extreme are members of the domain, Archaea. This similarity suggests that a lateral gene transfer may have occurred between thermophilic eubacteria and Archaea within ancient times. To further explain T. maritima's unique evolutionary relationship to other microbial species, the genome was sequenced from the type strain T. maritima, MSB8, which was utilized. And when using the whole genome random sequencing method to identify this lateral relationship, you would not believe what was discovered. Before pondering on the amazing discovery, let's discuss some general features of the genome T. maritima. While being a single circular chromosome consisting of 1,860,725 base pairs and accounting for 1,877 proteins within this genome, it has several heat and cold shock proteins that are most likely involved in metabolic regulation and response to environmental temperature changes. Of the eubacterium sequence to date, T. maritima has the highest percentage of genes that are most similar to archaeo genes. 81 archaeo-like genes are clustered in 15 regions of the T. maritima genome that ranges in size from 4 to 20 kilobases. Due to conservation of gene order between T. maritima and archaea, and many of the clustered regions unraveled the amazing discovery of the lateral relationship between eubacteria and archaea. Genome analysis also discovered numerous pathways involved in the degradation of sugars and plant polysaccharides, suggesting that the environment in which T. maritima is found is rich in organic material, with the predominant mechanism of transport being ATP. While making all of these tremendous findings highly important in stabilizing the fluidity of the membrane at such high temperatures. While listening to this episode, I know you all may be wondering how this organism serves any relevance within the world, and why one should be so intrigued about understanding its magical works. Well, your curiosities are about to be unfolded. As an anaerobic, fermentative, chemoanotrophic organism, simply referring to a requirement of an organic source of carbon and metabolic energy, T. maritima catabolizes sugars and polymers and produces carbon dioxide and hydrogen gas as byproducts of fermentation. For review, the meaning of fermentation is defined as a metabolic process that produces chemical changes in organic substrates through the action of enzymes. This organism is also capable of metabolizing cellulose as well as xylin, a polysaccharide found in plant walls, yielding hydrogen gas that could potentially be utilized as an alternative energy source to fossil fuels. Additionally, the species of bacteria can reduce iron to produce energy using anaerobic respiration, 
Collectively, these attributes indicate that T. maritima has become resourceful and capable of metabolizing a host of substances in order to carry out its life processes. Since the initial findings of this organism's genome, many experiments have been conducted with the utilization of T. maritima's genome sequence. For instance, Swapnail and many others grew this hypothermophilic bacterium on a variety of carbohydrates to determine the influence of carbon and energy source on differential gene expression. With the wide-ranging collection of such networks in T. maritima, allow one to suggest the capabilities of this organism being able to adapt to a variety of growth environments containing carbohydrate growth substrates. While Shannon and many others discovered that beyond the information obtained for T. maritima, expression-based strategies can be used for improving genome annotation in other microorganisms, especially those for which genetic systems are unavailable all of which was emphasized after a comprehensive analysis of genome-wide expression patterns during growth of the hypothermophilic bacterium T. maritima on 14 monosaccharides and polysaccharide substrates that were undertaken with the goal of proposing carbohydrate specificities for transport systems and transcriptional regulators. Who would have known that this rod-shaped organism within the outer membrane of the cell would demonstrate such complexity? while being the only known organism to live in extreme environments to do so. Thanks for listening.